Tonight, we will start looking at the wilderness season. This is not and must not be mistaken with a dry season. Wilderness season. Come on, somebody say wilderness season. Say like you can do better than that. Say wilderness. Are you following? Hosiah 2 verse 14. Therefore, behold, I will, Aroha, will bring her into the wilderness and speak comfort to her. I'll give her vineyards from there and the valley of Akka as a door of hope. She shall sing there as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up from the land of Egypt. So we must understand here something. The word her is not a human being. It's a country, Israel. So there's a prediction. God will bring Israel into the wilderness. And it will be a season where this country or the people of Israel will stay in the desert, the wilderness. So there is a spiritual season of wilderness. Say with me, wilderness. Wilderness, let's describe what it is. It is a place that has been, or it is a deserted place. No one stays in the wilderness. No one lives there. There's no life. There is no rain. There is completely nothing. But if you check this Bible, right? 80% of God's people were taken into the wilderness. And that never changed until today. It is a season. Wilderness is a place of isolation. Wilderness is a place. It's a lonely place. So when one is in the, in, in the spiritual season of wilderness, what happens? This is what happens. How do you know I'm in the wilderness? Okay, number one. You are isolated by many. You are deserted. No one understands you. If you see the following things happening around you, God has put you in a wilderness. If you see the following things happening around you, God is putting you in a place of isolation. It is in the wilderness where people fail or people make it. I can give you 18 examples of men and women. Some of which failed in the wilderness and some of whom made it in the wilderness. Some of you right now, spiritually, you are in the wilderness. Are you here or you're home? Let's see what happened when the people of Israel were put in the wilderness. In Numbers 14 verse 2. Let's check it out. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. Where were they? In the wilderness. And the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in our land of Egypt. Or if only we had died in this wilderness. The wilderness is a place. 
Where people begin to complain. Things begin to seem like nothing is working. It is a place where you will not have anything that you see. But God is in control. He knows where he's taking you to. There is a Canaan ahead of you. Am I talking to somebody right here? There is no Canaan without wilderness. Never. Usually, what you face first before reaching Canaan is the wilderness. So when you, in your walk with Jesus, you reach a wilderness season, don't give up. It is a season of the wilderness. You try this business, it fails. You try this, there is no life in the wilderness. Somebody say, it is a season in the spirit. The Bible said they complained. Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? That our wives and children should become victims. Would it not have been better for us to return to Egypt? It is in the wilderness where they began to say, it's better my old life. Do you know we have people right now who compare themselves since they came to Jesus, they compare themselves that when before they came to Jesus, they were better off. Just know that you're in the wilderness. It is a place where the enemy will begin to give you ideas that onion and garlic is better. But the question is, was it your land? God is taking you to your what? Am I talking to somebody here? What you had was not yours. Now God is preparing something for you. Am I communicating to you? So never compare what was temporal to what is permanent. God is planning something for you. If you hear me shout, I receive it. So you read the Bible. The Bible says it. They began to complain. And they said, better we go back to Egypt. Now, the land of Egypt is a land of dictatorship. Where your life is dictated by fellow. You're oppressed. You eat onion, but you're oppressed. You eat garlic, but you're oppressed. And God says, you can't live this life. I'm taking you to a place. Your own land. This one. There is something better. It's more than onion. It's milk. It's more than garlic. It's honey. If I can put milk there and honey there and onion there and say, choose what you should eat right now. Some people will choose onion. How can you chew onion? Are you okay? <laughs> the wilderness season, the most painful season, people begin, it is in the wilderness where God leaves you sometimes alone. He wants to see how you handle matters. You reach some moments where you face spiritual redices. Where you look around. You are surrounded by problems. It is in this season you, you learn to trust God. It is in this season God says be still and know I am the Lord. Am I communicating to you? Somebody shout spiritual seasons. You, you'll be surrounded. You'll be tested. You will see no way sometimes. But it is in this season 
where people who are faithful before the Lord, they walk out. God makes ways where there are no ways. Am I communicating to you? I prophesy to you wherever you are. In your wilderness, God is going to make a way for you. So if you don't know seasons, you won't even know. All you'll be doing is complaining. And God hates that. We don't complain in the wilderness. We don't. Somebody says spiritual seasons. Now, let's, let me just give you a few names of people who were put in the wilderness. Can I go ahead? Yes. Abraham was in the wilderness. He was sent in the wilderness several times. Isaac, he lived the wilderness life. Are you understand what I'm saying? Can I go ahead to you? Can I, can I go ahead? David stayed in the wilderness for so many years as he was running away from King Saul. Are you here? Elijah, he was in the wilderness. Read the whole story of Elijah. Read the whole story of Elisha. They were in the wilderness. John the Baptist, he was living in the wilderness. Jesus went into the wilderness. So everybody you read, they were connected to the wilderness. God at some point in time took them into the wilderness. If you read about God's people, the Israelites, they were in the wilderness. What were they doing in the wilderness? The Bible said they were tested. What did Jesus do in the wilderness? He was tested. Am I speaking to you? It is in the wilderness where you become hungry. And the enemy will come to you and say, if you are really a child of God. If major one is your spiritual father. If you really pray, why is your child like this? Why is your husband like this? Why is your situation like this? If the enemy comes, he comes to Jesus in the wilderness. He says, if you are a son of God. Why can't you change this stone into bread? When you are in the spiritual season of wilderness, you must remain in the word because you have to overcome the enemy. You have to overcome the enemy. He always plays psychological warfare. He does not touch your bank account only. He touches your thinking. He touches your emotions. There is a heavy emotional blackmail. Am I communicating to you? You actually sometimes wake up in the morning, just he begins to talk to you. He begins to talk to you. You begin to remember your Egypt. It is in this season, some people backslide. It is in this season, some people give up. I pray you will not fail. Now, your I receive is not, is not convincing. I said, I said, your receiving is not convincing. I said, I pray you do not fail. I pray you do not fail. Shout hallelujah. Are you following? Say spiritual seasons. Number one, we dealt with the dry season. 
This is a season where things are just dry. Your faith dries. Everything doesn't make sense. You try to pray, you feel disconnected. The Bible says that at this point in time, ask for the rain and he will give you the rain. Ask God to feed you again. Bab in the Holy Ghost. Pray in tongues. Refill. Recharge. Never move on the way you are. For years, some of you are like that. You are distanced from God and his presence. Shut up the door in your room and make prayers of the Holy Ghost and recharge yourself. The Bible says what? They shall renew their strength. And then we have a season of waiting. It is in this season where most people fail because God is keeping things and he says, wait a little bit. You will not have versed what is not matured. So God waits until what is growing matures and then he says you can harvest. And then there's a season of what? Wilderness. It is in this season where you actually feel isolated. Your own friends you know, they don't talk to you. Sometimes it looks like people are tying up against you. Not, not physically. Are you hearing me? Sometimes they just avoid you. It is also a place where you feel like there is no way in your life in the wilderness. It is the same season where you meet the Amenekites, the Ammonites, the Jebusites. You meet all kinds of battles. You meet all kinds of wars. Until you begin to ask questions, why did God bring me here? Why did he want me to die here? Better I go back to Egypt. But some, they say no. We will trust in the name of the Lord. I'm telling you, Jesus was put in this season. Elijah was put in this season. John was put in this season. Are you following what I'm saying? King David was put in this season. Elijah was in this season. Elisha was in this season. Hello? Even a woman called Haggai. She was in this season. There was no water, no nothing. Until an angel had to show her a way, a well of water. It is a season where so many people, women and men, went through. And I pray, some of you who are in this season right now, you, you remember what I told you yesterday. God can change seasons. Don't give up. I said, don't give up. I said, don't give up. When Elijah was in this season, he actually said he wanted to die. He went in this season and said, I want to die. An angel said, no, this is the food. You want to die. It is a place where some people give up. Somebody shout, oh Lord, oh Lord. change my season. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 4. Verse 4. Okay, let's just start from verse uh, 1 uh, to make matters better. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness. 
to be tempted. So only that statement tells you that it was actually the spirit of God that led Jesus into what? The wilderness. The same spirit led you or led somebody or can lead you into your spiritual wilderness. In verse 2, then the Bible says, And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. It is in the same wilderness where you need to be a fasting person. You must be a prayerful person. You must be a believing person. Never give up. And Jesus was in fasting. Now let's go ahead. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the son of God, command that, because he was hungry, command these stones become bread. Jesus could change stone to bread. Who could have commanded Jesus to do it? Who is Jesus obeying here? Then from that moment, Jesus could become a slave of the devil. He has to impress. He has to obey the devil. So Jesus said, no, 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 no. 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 I live by every word from the mouth of God. So you'll be tempted in the wilderness. You even desire your old life. But that's not your life, I'm telling you. Egypt is not your land. God is preparing something permanent for you. Something you can behold with your hand and touch with your hand. Be strong and be faithful. Hello? Say Jesus. Ah, now you are not saying it properly. Say Jesus. Say that's my boss. Which season are you? You now know that ah, spiritually I'm there. That's where I am. So what do you do? Because if you know it's a season of planting, you do what? If you know it's a season of harvesting, you do what? Now where are you? You are just a Christian who's just moving like this. Then the Bible says my people are perishing because they do not know. You don't even know. As we continue... Can we move to another number four? Can we go number four? Yes. Are you ready for number four? Yes. Now let's go to the number four. And these seasons I'm giving you here are not seasons we are making them. They are seasons in the Bible. They are spiritual seasons. So number four, we have the season of preparation. It's a season of preparation. Say louder. It is a time between the calling and the fulfillment of the call. It is a season which is there between you and where God is taking you or the purpose he called you for. Are you hearing me? In this season, God begins to prepare you. And it is the most important season to be known. Otherwise, Esther will never become the queen.
Esther will never become the queen. It is not a time to mess up with the master's wish. Because you can fail terribly 